People are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. Hey, welcome to my very first uh, unofficial podcast. I'm going to actually, this is going to be episode zero instead of episode one. Uh, I am your host, Ashley Bright, and this is Bright Minds with Ashmon. Okay, so it's episode zero. It's unofficial because I've got to get all my uh, podcast jitters out. I've got to learn how to edit an episode. I have to figure out how I sound and if I say um or like or anything too often. So please bear with me. This is going to be a work in progress. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get better. But you know, I thought who better to do that with than my husband, the one and only W.S. Bright. Shugs, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for doing this with me. Be here, hon. I really appreciate it. Nah. All right. I have a serious question. When I first told you I was going to do this podcast, what was your initial thought? Honestly, I was, uh, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. I was excited for it. Yeah. I thought that you are, uh, you do love people. You love to talk. And this is pretty much what this is. And you can talk in spades and ask questions and keep a conversation going. And uh, I feel like people just have a knack to talk to you. I love that. Thank yeah. you. You've been super supportive because it's kind of wild. It, it's come quick. I think you decided you want to do this on Tuesday. And here we are <laughs> on Friday. In true me fashion, that yes. is kind of how I roll. So we'll see how long it lasts. I hope it lasts a long time. Okay. So the backstory had a few things happen professionally which sent me spiraling down a self-help journey, which is actually not that foreign to me. Um, I started listening, which I've always listened, been a huge fan of podcasts, but I started listening a lot more TED Talks and uplifting things um, about life. And then you coincidentally sent me a Steve Harvey clip that, gosh, I love. Um, this is when I wish I could was smart enough or knew how to like cue that in the background. But I'm going to paraphrase here. So essentially, he said a couple things. And um, one of the things that I loved that I took away from this was he was saying, you got to find your passion. You got to find what you were put on here to do. And he's inspiring this guy. And at the same time, I was feeling inspired, like not saying that I was put on this earth to podcast. But, <laughs> but my uh, my passion truly is people. That's how I ended up in the job I have now. That's kind of what's always kept me going. And I appreciate you sending that to me. It really meant a lot. And I just kind of loved it. Yeah. I think you, um, you know, it's not so much a passion. I mean, when you brought up the podcast idea, it wasn't like a, oh, this sounds fun. I might try this. It was like, I want to do this. It was very direct and the excitement was uh, palpable. I was like, okay, I'm in. All right, so we're going to dive into our story because, um, number one, that's what this podcast is about. And number two, I kind of like talking about myself. Is that unique to me or do all people like talking about themselves? I think it's mostly you, hon. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. No. Sick. Um, okay, 
So Bright and I have been married for 12 years together for about 15 years. We're not going to do too boring because, you know, we're just normal people. We got married. Uh, we had two kids. Life is great. Um, but the fun stuff, like I, Bright is honestly my first serious boyfriend and then I married him, which is kind of wild. I really, um, you know, dated a couple guys and just always was one to get bored, move on, want something new, want a challenge. And I felt like when I met you, not to be cheesy, but it was different. Um, so I was living in Raleigh at the time. I just graduated college, came down to Wilmington with a girlfriend. And she had told me uh, that her brother and his best friend were going to come meet us for drinks. And Stephen Bright ended up to be the brother's best friend. And we just like hit it off. We were laughing and talking all night. And it we was did. so fun. We played war that night. We played war. Yeah. You told me that Armageddon was your favorite movie. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to make a good impression. <laughs> and clearly you did. That's usually my opening line for most girls. So. And baby play guitar that night. Yeah. 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 Oh, dog, get out. So professional. Yeah, well, <laughs> all well, right. The funny part about that story, come to find out, uh, Shay, who is your friend, came down with told me a few years later that the only reason she messaged me was because y'all wanted to find somebody who had a boat. We did want a dude with a boat. Who doesn't? Yeah. Okay. So I meet Steven. I graduated in May. I meet Steven in July. Um, I break my ankle on our first date. Uh, don't even really want to go to that story, but that's okay. Story for another time. Fast forward. Um, I remember emailing my friend Wilson from college, emailing, which who does that? But that was like a thing right after college. We we're like emailing to catch up. Which and is I'm, weird because you text it all the time. Right. You I would never even call me. I would call you. <laughs> you would never answer the phone. Um, but you would respond in a text. Which is kind of And then weird. I would try to call again and then you would still not answer. Because now I think I am like such a caller. Like people were like, did you did you mean to call me? Yeah, like, yeah man. This yeah. is what a phone's made for. Yeah. I don't think I've talked to you on the phone for like a year and a half. Because I well, really liked you and you made me nervous. I don't know. I actually have no explanation for that. I'm not really sure. Okay. It was a long time ago. I think we're past it now. All right. So email Wilson and I tell her, I really like this guy. And I think like it makes me nervous. I haven't felt like this before. And if, if this doesn't work out, um, I'm going to be really fucking sad. Like that was a new concept to me. So that was probably, I don't know, maybe the fall. And then... We end up telling each other we love each other about New Year's Eve, January. We go to Vegas I on did. a <laughs> New Year's Eve. Um, he told me he loved me after uh, drinking a drink called Call Me a Cab, but that's okay. The feelings were real. So fine. we go on vacation together in April. Yes. May have been May. I can't remember. Either way. Um, I swear. It's kind of freaky because it wasn't that long, but I was like, this, this is it. Like, we spent five. Was it the Vegas trip? That was the Vegas yeah. trip. But I knew I was like, I'm going to marry this bro, and I love him so much. Like this is this is going to be it. But we got to see each other all phases of life, and it just reconfirmed, like you're my person. You know, yeah. like I was like, this is we like to have fun together. We um, like to chill when we need to chill together. We like music. We like all the same things. We're like on a path. You know. Yeah. I mean, pre kids when you can come home and just plop on the couch and binge six episodes without even saying what do you want to do? It's kind of, you know, so it's just a mutual understanding. I was going to ask you when your moment of this is the one for me is, but was that it when I like to binge watch TV shows with you? Uh, no, 
you know, I feel like guys always get that question. You've asked me this before. I have. Yeah. Put me on the spot here because you know, I really don't have a moment. I know it's not satisfactory to me. Like I, I need, know. I need a aha. I moment. mean, if you want me to make a moment up, I will, but it's just, it just, you were just so fun to be around and it wasn't like a watching you chug a beer with my buddies and like <laughs> Friday night lights themes playing in my mind. It's just like, I don't know. Just like you're great. And then just so comfortable around each other and you're just pretty hot. I don't know. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take it. Glad to take it. Stars aligned. Oh yeah, yeah. Made sense. And now here we are, fifteen years later. Fifteen years later. All right. So this whole journey, I feel like it's this is such a deeper combo, and you know, I can't make this podcast three hours long, but marriage is kind of wild. I mean, I think you know when you're young and you think about getting married and what it's going to be like, and then what it's actually like. Again, it's just kind of wild. So like, what do you think has been the most unexpected part of this? Like for better or for worse, like we've had a lot of both, you know? Yeah. Oh, pressure. Maybe I should have looked at some of these topics. Also in uh, fairness, I just, I think I need to say that whatever you say right now, I will not be angry with you later. Like this is fair game. I mean, all right. So I feel like one of the things I will always, people always say that your first year of marriage is the hardest. And I think that's bullshit. Like, that was so fun. That was amazing. Like we had just moved in together and we were like, you know, no I, kids and going out and hanging with our friends. Did I, we have a really hard moments before kids? No, we did not. Babe. No. So my go-to always, I think with, if someone was going to ask me about marriage, I think having kids yeah. that kind of rocked my world. It rocks everybody's world. Right. It changes everything you do. I think possibly too. I maybe had some, a little bit of postpartum in a different way that I wasn't familiar with. Like with trip. Remember I, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want people to come yeah. over. I, I was freaked out about people when, uh, again, people were like my thing and I didn't want to be around anyone. Yeah. And you just stuck with me and never made me feel weird. And you just didn't hang out with people either. You just hung out with me. I mean, it's, it's part of the team. I mean, you gotta be there for each other and it, uh, Cause you just think of the back of your mind. It's, it's so new and you don't know how you're going to react. And like, did you think it was annoying when I was like, uh, it's, it's six We have to go home. We have to go home right now. Like, were you, I didn't think it was weird. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe that is what we're supposed to do. I didn't know. <laughs> like I didn't, you know, fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, we had 600 nieces and nephews to, to judge off of, but we really, I never really paid attention to like people's schedules or something. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, I guess we keep on schedule. I don't know. That makes sense. Totally like, agree. And I was not really, I loved our niece and nephews. I just wasn't a huge kid person. I don't know. Yeah. I had no, and then we were the first of our friends to have kids. We had nothing to yeah. gauge it off of. I was yeah. kind of nutty though. We were just so nervous with one kid. Yeah. Or the first kid. So and much you, cooler when the second one came around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the second kid, you're like, oh, it's only 1130 PM. It's fine. <laughs> Poor Lucy. Go Bless her. <laughs> you know what? She's kind of cooler from it because we were relaxed and cool and, I don't know. So I definitely think that for me was one of the hardest phases. I don't know. But again, then I feel like now we've been in it a long time and work's busier and kids are busier. And I just like, I love you and we're doing it and we're working through it, but it's not easy. It's life. I know, but people used to be like, marriage is work. Marriage is working. You're like, eh, relax, Karen. Yeah. Marriage is Plus, fine. We, we've got a solid thing. My work going. is five episodes of Game of Thrones when I get up. Like, <laughs> And eating a whole chicken pot pie. It's fine. On like, a we TV can do tray. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did have two years. 
Josh. Should I edit Thanks, that ben part Wiley. out? That was a Ben Wiley gift for everybody. Oh, ben, shout out. Ben gave the best wedding presents. Like he the did. crystal bourbon glasses. I still use them to this day. TV trays? Yes. Sick. I wonder what if we gave anyone anything cool. Who knows? Um, gosh. gosh. All right. So this is one of my other like very interesting things about us meeting. So I, I do want to say that I feel like the idea of like a perfect family doesn't exist. But if it did exist, um, my husband has it. Stephen Bright has parents that have been married for, oh, shoot, 48 years-ish, something like that. Sorry, me, me, and I don't yeah. know. Um, who love each other dearly and have a stellar marriage. Um, he has two sisters who are just freaking fantastic. They all get along so well. I, it's just, it blows your mind, guys. Like, it's, it's not annoying because they're so lovely, but you want it to be annoying, if that makes sense. Um, and just, just say the least, I didn't have that. I don't have that. And I think that that is interesting to me. Like I, I'm confident in it. I'm comfortable in it, but I marry you and I'm like, good God, is he going to start learning? Like, oh, my uncle's in jail. My brother died. My parents are divorced. You're going to be like, what the hell? And you just roll with it. I mean, I, yeah, uh, my family is, I feel like talking to other people, we weirdly get along. You weirdly get along. Really well. Like we talk about living on a uh, on a piece of land. Anyway, um, <laughs> the bright compound. My bright compound. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you always know like people are different, and like you couldn't control anything that I'm bringing. And it's just it's like that yin and the yang. It's like oh, all right, we have this and this, and but everybody's great. Like your family through all of that. You know, it's just the way life is, and. They are like your great. parents love they you, love like they do anything for they us. They love you too. They love you more than they love me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, my dad, so I'm dating Stephen long distance when we first meet. My dad is uh, flying for work at the time and he's has this uh, the job in Wilmington. He's flying into Wilmington. He wants to meet Stephen. And so he's like, I kind of, I want to meet him for drinks. I want to take him to dinner. And I'm like, okay, like what else are you supposed to say? So they make this plan and, uh, Stephen already brought up my love of text at that time in our relationship. So I'm living in Raleigh and he's going to dinner with my dad and I send him a text and I think it's like two or three sentences. I'm like, by the way, um, I had a brother and he died and I've never told you about it, but my dad will surely bring him up. So I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm literally cars off. Like I'm getting ready to get out of my car to walk in the restaurant when you'd send Who this. does that? I, don't I do that. There's one person. Like what? Do you remember? I mean, clearly you remember that moment because you're just telling me what you're doing. Yeah, like, that not was just that. Crazy. Um, I didn't know what your dad looked like. I met him for <laughs> like 12 minutes in Raleigh when he lived up there. And so yeah. I'm meeting him and I think it was before he had Facebook, like couldn't like find a picture of him. I was like, I don't know what this guy looks like. I think he'll recognize me. And I just dropped a bomb on you. Yeah. Did he bring him up at dinner? He, uh, there was like a story that he like said his name and I just kind of like, Went along. Use the context clues, like, okay, that, that's yeah. who that is. Okay. But Man. it wasn't like an in depth, like, of. I just know. knew, which rightfully so, as a parent now, I, I get it. Like, I would not be able to. I mean, I would always talk about our kids. Like, that's just part yeah. of who you are. But at that time, and like, I mean, I was only 22 years old. It was yeah. new ish still. I mean, it took me a long time to yeah. be able to process and talk about that. But it was like before, like, I was waiting for your dad inside. I was like, oh, he'll probably mention my brother. Dad I was like, Gosh, I'm gonna like talk about him. Like I'm gonna have to like <laughs> that was be this like meant of like side of the conversation of this uh, tough story that was dad I 
met for 12 minutes. Like, I don't know. Like, they also like giggling a little, not funny, but like thinking about what I wanted to, our story. And I think back to the early days, I'm like, goodness gracious, I was just like throwing shit on you right and left. I can take it. But you know what? Um, I roll with it. That also really never ended. Like, that's just who I am. And like, <laughs> I'm always going to be throwing something on you, you know? All right. So, so again, married a long time, doing life. I have a solid marriage, but I always want to be my best self, which having our best marriage kind of goes along with that. So one day I tell Steven that, um, so I've already been seeing a therapist and I love it. I feel like clearly from that last story, I had like my own shit I needed to work through. And so one day I tell him, I want him to come to therapy with me, which he has his perfect family and he's Southern and polite and just not so much a talker, like not a complete open book. Do you remember that feeling like when you were first like, okay, I'm going to therapy now? Like, was it embarrassing? Were you nervous? Not embarrassing, but it, I mean, obviously a little nervous because don't know like what, how much I'm going to have to talk or like what I'm talking about. I don't know. But I guess honestly, kind of curious too, like what it's going to be like. And if it, so many people go, like, it's just, it's a thing. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't do it if it, did do something. I was like, right, I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll try it. And I feel like I've been coming home being having some, I mean, I come home sometimes. I'm like turning point moment. Like I had this great revelation in therapy yeah. today. I was just talking to the therapist or Tabitha. <laughs> One in the same. <laughs> hey guys, my first official guest will be Tabitha. So stay tuned. Um, all right. So what do you think now? I mean, we've been going to therapy for three years. Not, you know, I go by myself a lot more often, but we go together. Like, do you feel like you've we've we or you have gotten anything from it? And would you openly share or recommend to somebody like, hey man, I see a therapist and like it's awesome and you should try it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I've said to a couple of friends, um that I've done it, I think it's helpful, you know. When work gets stressful and just family in general, I mean, sometimes you just need a fresh set of ears to just kind of talk things through and they provide a different perspective and you don't always walk out of there feeling changed or reinvigorated, but more times than not feel like, okay, that was helpful in one way or the other. Um, For sure. I think that sometimes I want that moment every time uh, you don't always get it, but I do for me more times than not leave there feeling like, yeah, I mean, they're not magicians. Like, they can't be like, all right, I'm going to say this is going to change your day. It's like, no, it's just like, you know, they're yes. going to be, they're people. But And a lot of times it's good. simple, right? It's like simple information, but I love like relating or feeling validated. And, and half the time it's stuff I've said to myself, but hearing someone else say it, you just, I don't know. Sometimes it's just helped to be validated or yeah, like, okay, I was on the right track. Like, I don't know. You know, I found that you sometimes say things in therapy that you haven't always mentioned to me, which in a good, like, um, man, I don't know how long this thing's going to be, but I kind of, I didn't want to really go into your dad's story, but can we do that quickly or no? My dad's story? Yeah. Sure. Because I feel like it was really impactful. I mean, it like made a huge, rightfully so. Okay. So the year almost to the day-ish before I met Steven, um, his dad was out fishing by himself one day. Gosh, there's so many details. Like this story could be, you know what? This story could be a podcast in itself, but briefly his dad was out fishing by himself, autopilot's on the boat. His dad's 
reeling in a line, goes overboard and is essentially, uh, the boat goes off. He's in the ocean for six hours, eight hours, six to eight, six to eight hours. Yeah. Man, this is such a good story, but we just can't right now. No. We can't, but we're going to, I'm going to, you think I can get your dad on my podcast? I think he would consider it. If okay. just talking about this. Okay. He actually had to tell this story and talk about it at the person County airport meeting yesterday. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. Man. One of, there's a new guy on the commission and on the way out, he's like, Hey, someone told me I had to ask about your boat story. So we were there for another 20 minutes and just, they were like asking questions and, you know, I know this story. I know the story from you. I've, uh, I heard your dad. I mean, I know the story from your family. When your dad talked at church about it, sobbed my face off. When I read the article in that magazine to our kids, sobbed. I mean, it's just an amazing story. But that's not the point right now. We're going to do that one later. So Stephen was supposed to go fishing with his dad that day. Um, Stephen ended up not going fishing with his dad that day. And I feel like that was such a moment for you. And I've known that, but you don't talk about it a lot. And that was such a, to me, an aha moment that I was needing and wanting out of therapy. And I'm trying to remember exactly what you said, which, you know, my memory is shit. So that stinks. But it was something, I mean, you're just always, it's just something that weighs on you more so than you had previously maybe thought about or acknowledged that it weighs on you. I think I, talking it through, um, cause a lot of times I just really have a hard time disappointing my dad sometimes. And it kind of came out that, you know, kind of felt guilty of, uh, not going that day. And it just kind of always keep trying to amend for that, you know, and even that day, like my dad told me one of the things that kept him going was, you know, he didn't want to put that burden on me to like feel guilty about it, you know? But it was, uh, again, yeah. So it traumatic it's, experience that, you know, and, big uh, just, um, yeah. All right. I really now I okay. feel like didn't know we're getting that deep. I, I, didn't, I wasn't prepared it, at all. Like it's, I, it's, uh, it's not on the outline. Oh no. <laughs> now I don't even know how to juxtapose the next, the next topic. Sorry, but now I really do want to have your dad on because it's really an incredible story. Yeah. And, I and mean, to finish the story, like he oh, fell sorry. off the boat 25 miles offshore and he had to tread water without a life jacket for eight hours. And then he was found, but there's many details that some of the details make your hair raise on your neck. Yes. So it's uh, that's it that's an story. episode in itself. It is. I mean, I got to keep people listening somehow. Yeah. All right. So you're about to turn 39 on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. How are you uh, feeling about that? I mean, it's your last year in your thirties. I'm just anxious to see what 40th birthday celebration you're throwing for me. It's going to be stellar. I can't wait. Yeah. Do you like, do you think about it a lot? Are you like, Holy shit, I'm going to be 40 or no. I mean, I think you think about it when you're like 32, you're like, gosh, it's going to be here before I know it. And then it's like, here, it's like, what can I do about it? Yeah. So just like embrace it, enjoy it. Turns out you're turning 40 in my I don't want to get upset about it or. Well, do you think you're where depressed? you thought you were going to be, where you want to be? Like, is this like, okay, I'm 40, crushing it. Uh, I feel like people always ask that. It's like where I thought I'd be when. Cause I feel like at 18, I had a vision. It was like 23, I had a vision. <laughs> at 28, I had a different vision. It's like, so at 31, right. am I where I am? You know, it's kind of like. I, I get know. that. 
And also I can't even remember. Ex- I can't remember exactly at twenty like where I thought I would be at forty. Yeah, no. Like what? I don't know. But here you are. I thought State would win a championship by the time I was forty, but no. this year might be the year. Yeah, you know what though? Either way, we're sitting here in her lovely home. Our two kids are. Actually, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something lovely because they're not bothering us, which is so cute of them because I told them we were recording podcasts yeah. and they're respecting that. We're doing okay. We're, we're doing, doing okay. okay. We're doing all right. Uh, I really love you for doing this with me. Welcome, huh? Do you Did you feel nervous? Like you did great. I think you did great. We'll, um, we'll listen back and figure out what happens. I hope I did all right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the smoothest, you know, on the fly, but I did okay. I disagree. Maybe next time I'll go on again. Maybe I'll... I would love just some topics of, so I can mentally prepare. So um, Tabitha is going to be my first guest. She's my best bud. That's coming up. Um, I'm going to have my other best bud's husband, Graham, on soon. Now I really want to have your dad. Who is there anyone else that comes to your mind? That you're like, oh, my gosh. You got to have them on. Ooh. Um, can we edit out the pause? I, I hope so. I have, I have a lot to learn, guys. So please bear with me. Stay tuned. There's so like, many people I would love to hear from. Like, there's no way it's been like, this is my number one. I don't, I don't know any celebrities. Yeah, yes, I don't know. <laughs> we got a lot of interesting friends. We did. Um, people that we know from the gym, from work, from our family. Honestly, I just feel like his personality and just his story. I feel like Par would be a good. Yeah. You know, because he worked his way to dental school and like start his own biz and he's crushing life he's doing all right and he's about to get getting married. married yeah love it yeah i think he'd be a good one and par will do it with me too he's got, you're officiating his wedding he can't say no right i mean that was actually i meant to tell you that was the agreement officiate <laughs> for nash's podcast once she starts it and it's here so we're good to go uh i love you thank all you right, for doing this you. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoy this and again please be kind uh, it's a work in progress it's gonna get better um, you know, I'm going to learn how to edit those ums out of my podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned every week. Talk to you soon. Bye.